Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Sunday, November 29th, 2020. So today is the first day of Advent. It's the new year for the church. It's the beginning of a new church year. And on this first Sunday of Advent, we are celebrating hope. During our morning meditations, we will be using a new resource. It's called Let Earth Receive Her King. And it is an Advent devotional put out by the Foundry Publishing and written by Scott Daniels, who is a Nazarene pastor and theologian. And uh, he will lead us through this season of Advent together. So today we're reading from Isaiah chapter 64, verses 1 and 2, verse 5 and verse 8 through 9. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you, As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we continue to sin against them, you were angry. How then can we be saved? Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be angry beyond measure. Lord, do not remember our sins forever. Look on us, we pray, for we are all your people. Scott Daniels says to us today, This text from Isaiah for this Sunday of Advent, the first Sunday of Advent, comes from a place of loss and disarray. The likely context is around the year 530 B.C., When after five decades of Babylonian exile, the Judeans were set free and sent home by Cyrus the Persian. For a generation, they have dreamed about the day they would return home. They sang songs of joy along the journey back to the holy city. Unfortunately, when they arrived back in Jerusalem, their joy quickly turned to sorrow when they found barrenness, destruction, and the need to start all over. It's no wonder the prophet lifts his head to the sky and shouts a lament to God on behalf of the people. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. The people need God to come down and like a shaking an etch-a-sketch and starting all over to rattle the earth and reorient the mountains. They need that energy of God's fire and the warmth of God's presence. They need God to scatter their enemies who recognize how vulnerable they are and bring them security and freedom from fear of the future. They want the glory days to return, the glory days when people knew God was active in the present in the midst of God's chosen people. They long for a time when the glory of God seemed to reflect off of every building, reverberate in every psalm of praise, and radiate out from Jerusalem like a healing wave of peace throughout the land. The lament of the prophet quickly turns into a prayer of confession, though. The people sit in a pile of rubble with no hope to move forward. But it's rubble of their own making. They turned away from God's presence. They misused their power. Their idolatry and disobedience reawakened the chaos 
they now drown in. In most Bible translations, there's a double space between verses 7 and 8. It's as though the biblical scholars recognize there is a space, a gap that should fall there. It's not a gap we should cross over too quickly. It's the gap of despair. It's the gap of dashed dreams. It's the gap of barrenness, emptiness, and destruction. It is the gap we too acknowledge and recognize as we enter into Advent. However, the gap doesn't have the final word. Eventually, the first word of verse 8 breaks through, Yet you, O Lord, are our Father. That beautiful, glorious yet makes all the difference. That yet moves the action away from Judah and their brokenness and squarely onto God and God's present action and character. It is the yet of Advent hope. Our world can often be a place of deep darkness, brokenness, and sin. Yet God is a loving Father working for the good of His children. Yet God is a genius potter making something beautiful out of chaotic clay. Yet God is a master builder crafting a new creation out of the leftover rubble of the world gone its own way. This is where Advent begins, with the hope that those who lament in brokenness will hear the yet of the constantly recreating God. So in this passage, it is just so beautiful. The people have realized their brokenness. They've realized their own sin. Uh, They're longing for a time when God would rip open the heavens and shake the mountains, which reminds me of their time in Sinai. And as Scott Daniels points out to us today, uh, that is not the final word, though, when they, they realize that their hope is gone Uh, Is there any hope for us? Can we be saved? The final word is not with them just longing for the mountains to be ripped open, but the final word is in that God is their Father and that God has chosen them. And, And through Jesus Christ, God is our Father as well. The Scripture says that by simple faith, uh, it, it, the Abraham became a child of God and that we become children of God through faith in Jesus Christ as well. Faith that Christ Even when we have sinned, when we have failed like the people in this passage, when we have fallen short, that Christ chooses us to be God's children. And so we can rest in the hope that we are all God's children, as the passage says, but also the hope that we will be shaped into God's image as we allow ourselves like clay to be molded by the Father So today, in the midst of all the chaos and all the questions in our world today, there is hope, and the hope is in that God is our Father, and that God will make of us what He wants to make of us to be used for His glory if we will surrender our lives to Him. So on this first Sunday of Advent, I believe that there is hope for the world. That hope is in the person named Jesus Christ who came down, who did rip open the heavens and descend, if you will, as the passage says, and became one of us so that we might become children of God. That's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes, or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.